Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Thanksgiving coming up and all the holidays in December, I wanted to do an episode all about gratitude, how to start traditions or incorporate new traditions, managing holiday stress and overwhelm, and how to simplify your life. Hi, I'm Nikki Lanigan. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and thank you for tuning in. As we approach Thanksgiving and all of the holiday seasons, I've really been reflecting on my journey uh, of podcasting and from my very first episode to today, year three, it's been an incredible ride and none of it would be possible without your support. Your listens, your shares, your comments, your DMs and feedback you've given me on my podcast has helped me so much It's helped me grow. It's helped me bring you more content of what you guys want. And I hope I listen and I hope I keep bringing you guys what you enjoy and what you want to hear and sharing my knowledge, sharing what works for me. And I am genuinely grateful for each and every one of you, whether you've been with me since day one or you just joined the podcast family, your engagement has meant the absolute world to me. And knowing that you take time out of your busy day and your busy lives to listen has been both humbling and inspiring to me. Your stories, your participation, and your willingness to grow and learn with me, it's only enriched this podcast and it has personally touched my heart. You're not just listeners, you're an integral part of this community I've built And I feel like we've built it together. Not only my podcast, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, but also my business, Nikki Yoga and Wellness. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for laughing with me and putting up with my sometimes spaciness and brain fog. Thank you for learning with me and being an incredible individuals that you are. I look forward to many more episodes together filled with curiosity, exploration, and of course, shared love for Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. So here's to more shared moments, more insights, and more connection. You're the reason why I do this. You guys are the reason why I'm here. And I can't wait to see where we go the next year in 2024. I still have more episodes this year, so I'm not taking a break. So stay tuned, stay wonderful, and remember, you're an essential part of the Fit, Fun, and Frazzled family and Nikki Yoga and Wellness. So Thanksgiving's coming up, and I want to talk about traditions. We have traditions in my family. I want to start some new traditions, and I put together and compiled of a list. So our traditions, 
since I was little, on Black Friday, we go to this mall in our area. It's not really in our area. It's kind of, it's like 30, 40 minutes away. At the time, I will not, I was going to say, at the time when I was little, it was the only mall that had like all the high-end designer stores and Saks Fifth Avenue and everything like that. It's still the only mall in the area that has that. Um, But uh, yeah, so we do it now with my family and my kids and my parents still come and it's really fun. So we do that. And then what is Saturday? Saturday is the big Ohio State-Michigan rivalry game that's been, I don't do that. I mean, the networks and the college football put that on, but I mean, it's always the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So we have that. And yeah, that's what we kind of do for Thanksgiving. Actually, you know, last year we hosted it and we also went to my parents. This year we're doing weekend before with my husband's side of the family and then actual day with my side. But some traditions to start or maybe encourage yourself and the kids with to start traditions and also like how to be more grateful and how to have a gratitude practice. One is a thankfulness jar. And we used to do this when my kids were little, not a thank thankfulness jar or gratitude jar, we just would go around and ask the kids what they're grateful for. And some of their things when they were little are really funny. Um, But the thankfulness jar, you know, throughout November, you could do it throughout the year. Just anytime you feel something, like put it in the jar. But throughout November, you can have your family write down things they're thankful for and then place it in the jar and then you could read them out loud on Thanksgiving day. You can do a recipe exchange, Thanksgiving or the holidays like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. You could start this with friends and family and it's just a way to try new dishes and share. Volunteer. It's a really nice time to volunteer. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, all of December. Just spend a day as a family volunteering at a local shelter or a food bank. Um, just something in a meaningful way to give back and reflect on the spirit of this season. You can also adopt a family for the holidays and you basically just buy their Christmas wish list or a grocery shop for them. Nature walks. You can make it a tradition going on a nature walk on Thanksgiving morning. I know there's a lot of turkey trots and that's like a 5K. You just run three miles. And that's something fun you could do as a family. Also, you can do an annual ornament. And each year you pick out a new ornament as a family or maybe make ornaments. And over time, your Christmas tree will just be a, you know, a huge memory you could have, we have a few Christmas trees and I like to do one just like that. Like all the kids ornaments that they made when they were little in elementary school. And we have that. And then we have another Christmas tree. That's like kind of our decoration Christmas tree, a movie night, choose a specific night during the holiday season to watch favorite seasonal Christmas movies, Hanukkah movies. This is fun. We always do this. Like usually I think it's Halloween, not Halloween. Thanksgiving night, I think they play Wizard of Oz. And the kids are older now, so I don't know if that will be happening. But um, we like to do that. And then we always still watch Good Luck Charlie Christmas. That's still fun, even though the kids are older. And there's a few other Christmas ones we always make sure to watch. I think like Home Alone. We do Christmas Grinch Punch. Not, it's, I think it's just called Grinch Punch one night. And watch holiday movies. Oh, 
what is that called? It's on Netflix. It has like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Mm, I can't think of the name. We really like that movie. And last year, I think they came out with two. I can't think of it. Uh, bake A day to bake, you know, dedicate a day to baking the holiday treats. You could do this with friends, family, neighbors, reflection and goal setting. And this is kind of something I do towards the end of New Year's Eve, <clears throat> the end of New Year's. And the kids and I like to do vision boards. So you could either do this towards the end of December, you could do it New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and just reflect on the past year. You could set new goals, intentions for the coming year. And just, you could reflect as a family, you could do it with friends, have a vision board party. Another thing is holiday crafts. And just, I've seen a lot of places now, they do this, they have like either wooden boards you could do and make, or even wreaths like holiday wreaths you can make painting they have a bunch of things like that there's a storytelling evening maybe share stories from past holidays or read a special book each year and another thing you can do is on thanksgiving day or around any of the holidays and i encourage you to have your kids do this too if they're old enough they could use their own phone. If not, maybe your phone. But text three people who have made a difference in your life this year. I encourage you to do that and have your kids do that as well. Now, switching gears to stress. This is also a very, very stressful time. It's also why I created on once a week my meditations on here, Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, for you guys just to practice a 5 to 10-minute med- <coughs> meditation practice. Just relax, get centered. But I know, you know, life, life's, we're always busy. We're all, a lot of us can always be stressed and overwhelmed also. But then you mix in the holiday stress and overwhelm and it heightens. So I encourage you to set realistic expectations. So you always want to avoid aiming for a perfect holiday. I don't even know what a perfect holiday is. Just accept and Anticipate that things are not going to go as planned. People will get sick. It is the season of the flu, strep throat, RVS, RSV, (laughs) RSV, croup, you know, COVID, that's still around. So just things are going to happen. You can plan and prioritize. So you can also make lists and prioritize different tasks, break them down, big tasks into smaller tasks manageable steps. This helps reduce the feeling of being overwhelmed. You can set a budget. Financial stress around this time is huge part of anxiety. So plan your budget in advance and try to stick to it. You can always remember meaningful experiences are always better than cost, like finance, like stressing yourself financially. You have to learn to say no, set boundaries, Daily practice for me, it is very hard for me to say no. It is very hard for me to set boundaries. It's a constant practice and I keep at it. And remember, it's okay to turn down invitations. It's okay to say no. It's okay to commit to something. And when it comes up, you are really stressed. You're overwhelmed. You have more on your plate than when you committed to it. And it's okay to tell them you overcommitted and you need to back out. You need to take a rain check or something. You have to take time for yourself 
And this involves relaxing. This could be reading a book. This could be meditating. It could be going on a walk. It could be listening to music, dancing. It can also be like on the weekend if you just want to sit on the couch and watch holiday movies, okay? I encourage you, if you already are active, to stay active. If you're not, maybe pick, pick up walking, yoga, something because regular physical activity is really effective at reducing stress. Even like a short walk, even a power walk, go shopping and power walk the shopping center or the mall. (laughs) Um, Connect with others. You always want to share your feelings with friends and family that you trust. Limit social media. Social media portrays a very unrealistic, perfect picture of holidays. It is a highlight reel every single day. But around the holidays, it really is. It's unrealistic and it's fake. And this can also, if you're just looking at this, it can also increase feelings of inadequacy and stress. I encourage you to find feeds and accounts that inspire you and uplift you and bring something to the table and don't make you feel less than and don't stress you out. Mindfulness practices relaxation techniques, breath work, yoga, meditation, EFT tapping, that's emotional freedom technique. And also you need to seek professional help if you find holiday stress is very overwhelming and it's affecting your daily life. You need to consider talking to a mental health professional. It's also a time that a lot of people get sad and down, especially if you've lost loved ones. And that's okay if you need to talk and seek professional help. I want to remind you guys always that the holidays are a time for joy. It's it's time for connection, not just obligations and stress. So it's important to find balance and do what is best for your mental and emotional well-being. So with all this being said, now I'd also like to take a quick break, come back, and let's talk about simplifying your life. Nishi is a naturally nourishing treat for menstruation through menopause. I recently started taking it. I started using their add-ins powder and I just put it in my smoothies. It helps with hormonal migraines, with polycystic ovarian syndrome. It helps if you get hormonal breakouts and acne. And I have a discount code. So go to my show notes, click on the link for Nishi, put in all caps, Nikki Yoga 20 for 20% off your order. Lately, I've really been working on wanting to simplify my life. And how can I simplify my life? Having a full-time job, full-time career, an entrepreneur, having my own business, having a writing blogs, having a podcast, you know, married, two kids, running my kids everywhere, and sometimes feeling stressed. Cool can we simplify our life and find peace in some simplicity? So if you are like me, you're probably going, going, going. It's hard to say no, but I've actually found, I've been, (laughs) it's still ongoing. Some days are easier than others. A fine, like a kind of a peace, peace in slowing down peace in sitting on the couch in the evening, 
because we live in an increasingly complex world where it's fast paced always. But I think finding simplicity in our life can help us with happiness and it can actually help us with success. Okay. There's, you know, not, there's some kind of like a shedding of unnecessary clutter that weighs us down either physically or emotionally or mentally. Okay. This isn't just like simplicity in life. Like you don't need the next great big thing and this and this. It's kind of like everything. Okay. Because I think we live in a modern life and it just bombards us with information, information overload. People can always be in contact with us. We can always be responding to emails, text messages, and then it leaves us overwhelmed and stressed. So this is what I've been doing. Okay. Ways I try to reduce my stress. One, a cluttered life can lead to stress and anxiety. And this is been said and it's proven when you have clutter around your house and in your office it can make you feel stressed and anxious so if there's any way you can alleviate clutter or junk try week by week to go through a room not even day by day because then that will stress you out too just one week is dedicated to your office the next week dedicated to your kitchen you know something like that do that Also, number two, I like to focus on what matters. I like to simplify my life by identifying and prioritizing my core values and goals. So this, you know, allocates more time and energy to what truly matters to myself, to me. And this is to say, okay, so right now, say I have a full-time job. I have my own business. I'm creating something right now. I'm putting a digital program together and then my kids and and my husband and stuff, but I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about my kids. Um, My kids will always come first. They will be my number one priority. So if that means, you know, my own business is going to, sometimes I won't be able to do things. My podcast, when I'm recording with guests, I am very strict on times I can do things. It's during school hours when they are at school because they will be my top priority always and forever, even when they're adults. That's just where, how I work. You do you, I'm going to do me. And then work. I have it set up. Work, my normal radio job at McVeigh Media comes first. I wake up at 4 a.m. I do that work. When I'm done, Then I'll do my own work, Nikki yoga and wellness work. I'll do Instagram content, create podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Work on my digital program, work on Canva and put some things together, work on my blogs, all that kind of stuff. Then I also started to dedicate every Wednesday 90 minutes to be creative and work on my own work, my entrepreneur stuff. So I do that once a week now. It's really helped me also. And then ways for (laughs) work-ish, boost your productivity. This is my number three. So if you do have a daily routine, I think you should commit to that because it shows there's research that it increases productivity and its effectiveness when you do have a daily routine or a morning routine. And it doesn't have to be long, but it just does. It boosts productivity. And then also, you know, 
declutter your mind. I already talked about decluttering your physical space. You know, start with your living space, but declutter your mind. Maybe if you don't meditate, start meditating. Start practicing EFT tapping. Start doing breath work. Consider adding these things in. Consider getting outside in the sunshine and going on a walk. Declutter that brain of yours. And then also you want to clean up your digital devices by deleting unnecessary files and apps. Just let it go. Delete emails, you know, shorten your email list. With that being said, consider a digital detox also. Tech-free nights. Uh, You could do a tech-free day. That's just not going to work for me. I have anxiety. I have kids. I have parents. My parents aren't even getting older. It's just, no, I want my phone. I I want my phone. (laughs) I don't have to explain myself. Um, But, you know, in the evenings, I won't have it. I don't have my ringer or notifications on, though. So that's something I do. Um, But also consider unfollowing and muting people on social media. Also, we need to learn to say no. Really, really get conscious about overcommitting and overextending yourself and start to prioritize yourself. Number four for me is practicing mindfulness and gratitude. I think when we cultivate mindfulness through practices like meditation and deep breathing, it really helps us if we keep a gratitude journal and just everyday list one to five things we're grateful for. It helps to keep a positive aspect on our life and it also helps us to be present. I like number five would be embrace minimalism. And this is consider adopting a minimalist lifestyle by valuing experiences over possessions. And we do this with Christmas. Well, I'm not going to say, I know I do spend, my kids like Lululemon, they get their nails done and stuff, but we also do experience gifts and we go skiing and my whole family, my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, my nephew, we all go skiing over the holidays and just really like experience less experience lessons, experience gifts. I think this really does matter, you know, and just going out to dinner sometimes, having game nights when life slows down, like over breaks or holidays, try to take advantage of it. When you're out shopping, you can also ask yourself if an item is genuinely necessary. Is it going to add clutter to your life? Or is it just something like you want? You know, like there's, you know, the scholastic book fairs our kids have and they go, mine always went and they bought some books and then they bought a bunch of junk, you know, like erasers and all this stuff. And it's just like, seriously, come on. Like, (laughs) you know, so just keep that in mind. Quality over quantity. You should, that should be your mantra. Okay. Quality over quantity. We're shopping, car shopping for my daughter, my oldest and looking at stuff. And, you know, I'm sitting here (laughs) looking at new cars and my husband is like, why does she need a brand new car? She can have a year old, two years, three years, you know, like not a lot of miles. I'm like, oh, that's true, you know. So just quality 
over quantity, okay? Number six, establish routines. Create that daily and weekly routine to provide structure. And this this can also help reduce decision fatigue. My oldest has the hardest time shopping, anything. It's just like she stares at things. She can't make decisions up. So, you know, if you set your time a time and like I have to go grocery shopping, I'm only giving myself one minute in each aisle, something like that. Allocate specific time blocks for tasks, activities, and this makes it easier to manage your time. A huge one for me would be number seven, connect with nature. Spend time in nature regularly, even in the winter. If you have winter months, come on, it gets freezing in Ohio and it's crappy and it's dark. And then you're also dealing with um, sad seasonal affective disorder. But spend time in nature regularly. It can provide a sense of calmness and perspective. And nature encourages simplicity by its very essence, really. You know, it reminds us the beauty in simplicity in simplicity right now it's the fall here and the leaves are starting to change color and it's beautiful i always forget how pretty it is number eight for me is invest in relationships focus on nurturing a few meaningful relationships rather than spreading yourself really thin trying to get together with every single person quality again quality interactions with loved ones it really brings a greater fulfillment to your circle. This is an ongoing journey for myself, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about the simplifying our lives. It's not just a one-time task. It's an ongoing, ongoing. It requires conscious effort, self-reflection, and the willingness to adapt your priorities to evolve. In a world that glorifies busyness and accumulation start choosing simplicity because choosing simplicity can be a act of self-care it could be a path to more fulfilling life in the long-term end and the goal you know so i really want you this week take a step back evaluate what truly matters to yourself see where you can simplify your life you can DM me, you can email me, tell me what you got out of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go leave a five-star rating and review, share it with someone else you think might enjoy it. Take care of yourself, guys. Simplify this week, okay? That's your goal, simplify.